You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Jono here from the Course Creator Community, and I'm super excited because I'm just about to start a podcast with a very special guest. I will, um, you know what, I'm going to introduce him now just, just straight away. So a little bit about this person. He's an absolute rock star when it comes to anything marketing. He's the owner of EIC Agency over there in Arizona, and over the last eight years, he's worked with, he's worked. Uh, various marketing agencies, growing his knowledge when it comes to digital marketing. Basically, anything new that no one wanted to touch, he would volunteer and tackle it, which is how he grew his knowledge when it comes to digital marketing, his experience. It's everything, to be honest, from creating strategies to placing the ads to measuring the performance of the campaigns to optimizing them. You jump on his website. He does everything. He does SEO, social media, paid websites, um, paid media, websites, podcasts. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Dustin Trout. Dustin, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. That's uh, I need to uh, see if you can help me with some intros. That was uh, really good. I appreciate I that. From your website, you know, I'm like, I don't know if you guys too well. I go on his website and, and steal the best parts, you know, steal the best parts and leave the others out. Um, hey, Justin, so this podcast, we're actually streaming it live into the Facebook group and also uh, I'm going to record it and, and repurpose it as a podcast as mm-hmm. well. So for those people that are watching on Facebook, I've just got a couple favors. Step number one, just hit the like button. So if you're watching it now, hit the like button. If you're watching it live, also comment hashtag live. If you're watching on the replay, comment hashtag replay. But most important, if you do none of that, if you don't like it, you don't ha-ha it, you don't hug me or whatever, if you do one thing, just say hello to Dustin. So just comment below and and say hello, Dustin. Uh, And Dustin, before we get into it, did you have any questions you wanted to ask my Facebook community at all? Yeah, really the the one question that I had is uh, really, I mean, it's marketing related is what as, as course creators, I mean, what is it that you guys struggle with the most when it comes to marketing? Um, very broad, but I mean, typically there's one or two things that people are struggling with and uh, it's always evolving, but I'd love to hear it. Um, always looking for different ways to create more content. And so would love to maybe produce some videos or even have someone else on a podcast to kind of go over some of those questions as well. So ask away. Awesome. All right, cool. So let me get my head around that, Dustin. Are you saying you could, you could, because uh, Dustin's got a podcast as well if you're watching. So if anyone's got any questions, you could have them on your podcast and it's like a, a live Q&A sort of thing. Absolutely. Had, Jono, had you on it, you were an awesome guest. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we uh, highlight kind of your journey, but get into the nitty gritty of marketing as well. And so, um yeah, I would love to highlight your journey and, and get some education and make it a win-win for everyone. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah, if you're watching this and you're interested in um, you know, Dustin creating some content for you or being a guest on his podcast, just write the questions below that you're having with um, the, any struggles you're having with marketing. Uh, and also just write podcast down below so that way we can, you know, Dustin can sort of get in there and even message you a little bit more and whatever needs to be. So, Dustin, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Absolutely, and it's uh, the name of our podcast, Rise, Grind, Repeat. Uh, everyone, I got a lot of people on the, the rise and grind, but the repeat is, uh, I think, one big thing that's left out, and it's what... Uh, 
you know, been doing the last two years, three years, and uh, yeah, something that we live by every day. Yes, I'm a huge fan of that formula myself. <laughs> um, now, Dustin, what I want to talk about today is YouTube ads. Now, most people watching this in this sort of course creator world, this sort of group, this podcast, so everyone's a course creator. Most of the course creator's journey looks something like this. They'll start off organically. You know, they'll put their course together, you know, post in different Facebook groups, maybe create their own Facebook group, own personal Facebook profile, maybe a small presence on LinkedIn, uh, gets to a stage where, you know, making a sale here or there, but want to take it to the next level, want to scale and do some paid advertising. Now, the common step is Facebook ads. Firstly, because I guess it's very congruent. You know, if you're doing a lot of organic stuff on Facebook, it's very easy to branch out and, you know, use, use, do some Facebook ads. And it's just what a lot of the gurus are, are teaching. But it's not the only option. There's a whole other world out there called Google, which is probably just as profitable as, and just as popular as, as Facebook. So I was hoping even before we get into the YouTube ad side of things, if you could just give us a quick 101, Dustin, if on one side of the marketing world, we've got Facebook and Instagram ads, paid advertising. Uh, and for those of you watching, if you're not sure, Facebook also owns Instagram. So if you use Facebook's ads manager, you can also get your ads out there on Instagram. And on the other side of the fence, we've got Google and Google also owns YouTube. So if you do Google advertising, you can also do YouTube advertising. Can you give us a quick 101 there, Dustin? Maybe the advantages, disadvantages of the Facebook world versus the Google world. And yeah, I'll hand it over to you. What can you tell us there? Yeah, I mean, they both have their their uh, things that they're great at, and I think a lot of people are going on to Facebook and Instagram because it's it's been popular the last four or five years, and people have been doing more digital marketing, and I think it's it's growing in popularity. The thing with it is, uh, I mean, it's it's you're going off of what people are interested in, and they might not be actively looking for your product or service then, and you kind of have to disrupt their uh, um, their their content they're consuming. Um, where Google, on the other hand, is very intent-based because, as you mentioned, I mean, Google owns YouTube. They can tie into what people are actually searching for. And so it's a little bit more bottom of the funnel and uh, really where people are closer to purchasing. And more so, it's, uh, you know, people go to YouTube to really try and get educated. They're looking for knowledge. And this is where I think there's a ton of white space for for course creators because that's what you're doing is you're passing knowledge and that's what most people go to youtube for i mean you typically don't go on on youtube to go find or buy a car you're researching what it is and that helps you to that purchase point and that's one thing that you can really do with the google so they play well together but um you know facebook and instagram they're doing good at, at direct response but um i think they are more of a branding play and and youtube and google is more of that direct response so in terms of roi i think it's just you get better bang for your buck but it is uh slept on quite a bit because more people are just doing the Facebook and Instagram stuff. So there's tons of white space. Yes, agree. And even to, to piggyback off that, I, I agree 100% with what Dustin said. You know, Facebook's great. If you want to try and disrupt, you know, you put a funny photo up there, a catchy headline, you know, great. You know, you can stop people in their tracks and, and you know, hope to get their attention that way. It's obviously a very good strategy. But Google and YouTube, like, People are searching this exact thing in, you know, and you can you can have your ad pop up there. So it's another, you know, play there. And, and the other thing I like, and we'll probably get to this in a sec as well, is most of the time on Google, you only get charged if someone clicks. Is that right, Dustin? Absolutely. And that's the big thing I love about Google is, I mean, Facebook, typically CPM, cost per 1,000 impressions. So you're getting charged whether someone clicks on that ad or not just to show up. Um on the Google search and even the banner ad stuff, I mean, yeah, you're only charged if someone has clicked. So you can show up a million times, and if no one clicks, 
should probably work on your creative. And two, you're not charged anything. Um, same goes for YouTube. And this is the, the where there's so much white space is those ones that you can skip in five seconds. If someone skips, you're not charged anything. You're only charged when someone watches 30 seconds or more of the video. So if you have a four-minute video or an ad or whatever it may be, and someone skips after 10 seconds, awesome. You're, you're not charged anything. Um, but those people that do engage for 30 cents or longer, um, that's typically when you're charged. And, I mean, we're seeing views down to two cents. Um, so not only do they have the ability to skip, they don't skip, and they watch for over 30 seconds. It is a super engaged audience, and that's the only time you're charged. And so from an economics perspective, I mean, it, their cost model is is it's really nice. And, I mean, same features on Facebook and Instagram where you can retarget um, video viewers and whatnot, but I, I love Google's model on, on how you're actually charged. Yes, agree. So to simplify for the listeners and the Facebook watchers, you put all right, put an ad out on Facebook, uh, they're going to blow your butt. You put whatever it is. Let's even say 10 bucks. You put 10 bucks out there on Facebook, uh, Facebook's probably going to blow that 10 buck budget. Whether anyone clicks on your ad or not, you know, you get charged to show it. Whereas on Google, you put that 10 bucks on, uh, they're going to show it to people, but you only get charged every time someone clicks. And if someone clicks, chances are they're a pretty hot buyer, so you don't mind getting getting charged for that. So love that. Okay, let's let's get a bit deeper into the, the Google world now, Dustin. I know we're going to get deep into YouTube, but even before that, do you want to give us a bit of an overview of, of the Google platform and, and how that works? Because someone may be thinking, okay, so YouTube ads, what do I do? Log on to YouTube and put an ad there? Or do you want to give us a, a quick 101 on the, the Google platform? ads platform. Yeah. And I mean, as you mentioned, you know, a lot of people are doing Facebook and Instagram ads. I mean, it's the very same functionality where uh, you just go to ads.google.com or you can type in Google ads, um, sign up for an account. It's a free account. But once you're in there, I mean, very similar to ads manager on on, uh, Facebook, you go, you create a campaign, you decide what type of campaign you want this to be, whether it's search. And so this is showing at the top of google.com if someone's typing in uh you know courses on training or whatever it may be i mean you choose what keywords you want but essentially you can get placement at the top of google they have uh, another product uh, which are display ads and i'm sure most people recognize those where you're out browsing espn or whatever website you're on and you see the the banner ads off to the side of the content they're showing up more and more within the content, splitting up paragraphs and stuff. But those banner ads that you're seeing, um, and even the ones where you, you go and look at a pair of shoes and those pair of shoes keep following you around, those are the banner ads. And that's something that you can do within the platform as well. Uh, same with, with YouTube. It's a matter of just clicking a button and selecting what channel you want to um, place these ads on. Very similar to do you want to place these on Facebook and Instagram or just Facebook, you have the same ability over on the Google side. Um, so in terms of, uh, you know, the learning learning ability there, it should be pretty quick, especially if people are are in the Facebook ads manager uh, quite frequently. Yes, agree. Okay, cool. Let's go deep into YouTube ads now. So let's say someone's like, all right, cool. You know, I, I, I like the sound of this. You know, I want to put together some sort of YouTube ad. Um what tips can you tell us there? I guess what's what's point number one? What what do we start with? If we're putting together a YouTube ad, what's the first thing you need to think about before anything? Let's take a quick break. 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, so it's, uh, I mean, it comes to whether it's YouTube or anything, it's what is your overall objective? Um, what do you want to accomplish? Uh, from there, that'll be, uh, that'll kind of dictate how you kind of set up your campaign. Um, for the most part, something uh, like a webinar type of thing, if you're wanting to do that, it's, uh, you're going to drive them to somewhere where they have to sign up. But then as you figure out what, what that goal is, what you want to do with them, then that gets into what do you want to say to your audience? And that's really the, the creative or the video that you're going to serve. And then once you have the goal and who you want to say this to, it's going through and, and selecting your audience. So having clarity before you even get started in who do you want to speak to, what do you want to say to them, and what do you want them to do are the three things that really I would uh, take a step back and answer before you start getting your, your hands dirty in there. Awesome. Love it. Okay, cool. Let's do a bit of a role play. So let's say someone's watching this now and they're like, all right, right. I want to build my email list. You know, I've got a free mini course. It's popular on Facebook and whatever. So let me get it out to the, the YouTube world as well. I want to get out this, this free mini course. Um, then that, so they're like, all right, cool. That's what I'm going to promote. Now I need to do some sort of video promoting that. Any tips there, Dustin? Do we keep that video short? Do we put it longer? Do we make it funny? Does the yeah. sound matter? Does the background matter? What can you give us that that actual video? Any tips there? Yeah, so all of that matters to an extent. I mean, you can't dwell too much on trying to create the perfect background, the perfect sound and all that. You know, you got to just kind of do. But, I mean, for the most part, I would recommend, you know, 90, 90 second videos right around there that gives you enough to uh, for people to, to actually engage and this gets a little bit deeper and, and more sophisticated, but you can take people to watch the whole video and retarget them. So it's a way to to qualify the people watching. Um, but really, if, if, if you have a, a free course, this would be uh, a perfect way to think about it is, is talk about it. What is offered in this course? What is the problem that you're solving with this course? What is someone struggling with? And then really communicate that in the first five seconds. Um, and this is because people have the ability to, to skip in five, but if you're not speaking to someone's pain point immediately, they're going to skip anyways. But if someone is trying to lose weight or work on their bicep, whatever that may be, and you speak to that, it's going to resonate. Now you have their attention. And that is the first, first obstacle in this marketing game is, is capturing someone's attention. So that first five seconds is crucial as you kind of go on. I mean, this is more of your brand feel and tone and all that, whether you want to be serious funny, um, whatever that tone may look like. I am a huge data nerd. I would say if you have the bandwidth, do a funny, do a serious, do, I mean, do as much as you can and test it and see what, what works. Um, but for the most part, I mean, if you're just starting out, I would just focus on, all right, let's try and create a 60 to 90 second video. Um, and let's try and figure out how we can hook someone in the first five seconds to hit on that pain point and quickly get to what is it that I'm offering and then go into the value add. And so it's really kind of setting up your video to communicate um, in order to capture attention, um, edu educate the person on what it is that you're offering, and then finish with that call to action to uh, uh, 
download the course essentially. Love it. Awesome. All right, cool. So let's say I'll even give a breakdown. Let's say off the top of my head, if I was to put one together and I was targeting fitness trainers that want more workout ideas for their bootcamp, ad could come up. Hey, you're a personal trainer and you're struggling to come up with new workout ideas every every week. Well, hey, I've actually got this free mini course that covers a whole heap of different workouts. They're all body weight based. You never need to think yada, yada, yada. Hey, if you want to copy of this course, it's free for a short time only. Click below and enter your details and it's yours. Obviously, you would flesh it out a bit more, but in an overview, yep. yeah. that's roughly what the ad would look like, right? Yep. That is step one. If you're just starting off, I mean, going to your, to your point of uh, talking to trainers, whatever it may be, this is where you can get creative with the creative. With YouTube, you have the ability to serve an ad in front. You can choose whatever video you want um, to serve an ad in front of. So if there's a competitor, if there's mm. um, you know someone that has millions of, of followers or subscribers or view, viewers that is in your space, you can target one of their videos specifically. And knowing that's why someone would go to watch that video, you kind of know the intent of of that person that would be going to watch it reverse engineer what why why is your product better why is your course better what what is better about you that way you can kind of disrupt what they're about to watch and get them educated on who you are and this is a way to really kind of reverse engineer the creative rather than coming out with an evergreen uh, uh video that's just i have this come download it this is when you start looking all right who am i targeting where are these ads and how can i make something that's contextually relevant and that's the next piece once you get up and going is being contextually relevant is uh is really where a ton of ton of opportunity lies as mentioned you can target one one video individually you can target someone's channel you can target based off of what someone is searching i mean down to how can i get a million subscribers on or how can i get a million downloads on my uh my course i mean Probably not a whole lot of people searching, but you know exactly what it is they're searching. Create a video that speaks to it. Are you looking to get a million downloads on your course? I have the thing for you. Da 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 da. You go into what that pitch is, but now you're producing creative that speaks to the intent of what someone is looking for, and that's where you're going to quickly capture attention. You're going to quickly win someone over, and that's where you're going to get that download as well. Love that. Okay, let's simplify that because so let me okay, so let's go back a step there. So Dustin mentioned some really good points. He essentially said, hey, when you go on YouTube, you don't just put an ad out there and it goes to the whole world on YouTube. You can do that if you want, but it's probably not the best strategy. We can dial in and there's different ways we can target people. I'll, I'll mention a few of the ones you mentioned there, Dustin, and then maybe we can expand and go on some different ones as well. But a couple things Dustin mentioned is you can target via a specific video. So let's go, I'll just use my example because it's easier for me to, to come up with things, right? Yep. So let's say, um, for example, I've got a, a free course for personal trainers um, that, that helps them come up with, let's even say business ideas might be an easier one for this example here, right? I can go on YouTube, and I know there's a guru in the fitness business space, and he's got this one video which says marketing tips for personal trainers, and it's got you know, 100,000 people watching it, right? I can then create a specific little uh, video and show it just to the people that watched that person's video. Is that right? A absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So if you're watching this and you're not in, in the same space as I am, maybe I know a couple people in the group, you know, there's, there's, um, uh, the last one I saw is someone that works with horses, you know, helping, uh, horse owners, right? 
So, okay, great. You know, if you sell whatever it is, nutrition for, for horses or whatever, great. There's obviously going to be one video on YouTube that's got the market there. Cool. You can then go and target people that have watched that video. And just so I can get my head around it, Dustin, does it come up before that video or during that video or after that video? Or can it just be shown anywhere as long as that person's watched the video? Or can it be both? That's a great question. You actually, within Google, you can define when the ad shows up. I'm a huge proponent of the pre-roll, meaning this shows up before where I go to watch that that uh, that video and then I can skip in five seconds, but now my ad is showing. You can either skip or you don't. You can do mid-roll, um, which means say you have a 20-minute video, it might show up at the 10-minute mark. It's an ad. I'm not a huge proponent of it because now someone's super engaged in the content that they're looking at and now you're kind of disrupting that yeah, um, after they, they, they've the engaged quite a bit. I mean, it, it, I'm all about testing again, and it's there. Yeah. I've seen instances where it is successful, but more times than not, you know, it's almost like you're paying to irritate someone, and that could be bad for your brand as well. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you do have the ability to show up at the very front or in the middle. I recommend typically, especially starting out, um, to show up in, in, in the pre-roll at the beginning. That where we've seen success in that that middle middle of the video is getting super creative with that creative, knowing where that spot is. If it's that ten minute mark, what is that person talking about at the ten minute mark, and how can I create a video that's still contextually relevant at that ten minute mark that brings value to the con consumer that's watching it? Um, but really, you have the ability to kind of choose when when these uh, ads show up. Love that, and even. Uh, so I haven't done a lot of work with YouTube, right? But I, I hear these theories and I can just see the value. And let's say um, someone's watching this, listening to this. The way I see this is that's, that system that you just said then, that's almost essential to getting an ad, the same thing as getting an ad on the Super Bowl for free, right? Because yep. if you're Super Bowl, you know, like if I was to put an ad on the Super Bowl, 99.9% .9 of people watching that ad aren't my customers, right? But I'm uh -huh. sure there's a video on YouTube that's equivalent to my Super Bowl, right? Where every mm -hmm. single fitness trainer in the world has watched that video there. And I can get an ad in front of that person for free. If I was to do it on the Super Bowl, I can't even count that high to know how much that would cost, right? <laughs> if I do it on YouTube, I can get it there. And I'm only getting charged if someone clicks. So I can do it for free as a tester. I'm not going to, and I can set my budget at whatever it is, five, 10 bucks, whatever yep. it is anyway, so I don't blow it. Uh, and then if, so I know the only people watching that are my ideal person. I've got it in front of them for free. If they don't click, eh, free branding anyway, at least they've seen my name somewhere. If they do click, it's a pretty hot prospect. So I, I love that there. Uh, then the next one you mentioned, Justin, was just the channel in general. So I can just plug some channels in there, right? And say, hey, here's a yep. list with you know the five channels that only my ideal people would follow. And hey, only show my ad to those channels there. That's another way we can do it. Yep, yes. So you can target the channel specifically. And I think a lot of what you're alluding to is, uh, I mean, just doing that audience research. It's who is your ideal target audience and where are they consuming content? And then that's that's kind of where, where you go. Love it. And then you're also mentioned via search term. So I can... You know, either I can know in my head or I can, you know, use some other tools, you know, keywords everywhere or just type in the search bar and, and even just probably see the different searches that, that people are typing in there. And then I can reverse engineer that as well. I can put a I can put an ad together and say, hey, YouTube, 
only show this ad to people that have searched CECs, personal trainers, Fitness Australia, yada, yada, yada. I can target like that as well. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, it, it's easier for me to kind of paint the picture in, in the marketing world. And, and for example, it's someone is typing in how to make better YouTube ads can target that person and literally produce a video that's, are you looking to make your YouTube ads better? I got the system for you, da, 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 da. But you know exactly what they're searching for and it creates that they know exactly what I want. It's that uh, they're listening to me type of thing. But I mean, there's so many search engines that, that Google partners with that, yeah, based off of people's search queries, um, what people are actively searching for, you can serve them an ad. And this is a, it, it, it was just re, uh, released recently, about a year, year and a half ago, I want to say. But this is where you can really blend. I mean, the biggest, biggest pushback of video is it's not direct response. But this is where you can, I think, create that direct response with video. So you have a little bit of the branding. They can see who you are, build that relationship, but you're targeting them based off of their bottom of the funnel actions. You know exactly what it is that they're looking for. Yes, love that. All right, cool. Any other creative ways you've got there, uh, Dustin? So we've got, you know, you can target via one specific video. You can target via channel. You can target via the search terms. Any, any other, or what are the other different ways we can target people? So if someone's watching this, obviously, if you're watching this, you want to have done your research and you should know, you know, like if there's not a YouTube video or a YouTube channel that your ideal people go to, maybe you don't have a niche, right? Because I'm sure you <laughs> you got something that you're trying to sell. You want to hope that someone's following someone on YouTube or watched a YouTube video or, you know, at least you've done some search um, research as well, you know, and seen what people are typing. Um, but for whatever reason, if you don't have those, what, what are the other ways we can target people on YouTube? So great question. There's quite a few different ways. And it's, uh, I mean, from a marketing perspective, it's awesome. From a consumer perspective, it's, oh, man, that's that's quite a bit. But I mean, on top of what we mentioned, I mean, you could target people based off of the apps that they've downloaded on their phone. If they have any fitness buddy or whatever app it is, whether it's uh, iTunes or uh, the Android store, whatever app they download, you can target the individual app. You can do a, a 20 apps or whatever it may be. But knowing what someone has on their phone, I mean, that's that's something that, that they hold close to them. And so that's being able to identify the right audience. Again, going back to what can I produce that's going to catch their attention. If you go and just, you know, target anyone that has 300 plus apps, it's probably going to be pretty uh, vanilla, the creative. You can't get specific and, and personable with that. So it's, it's knowing what one app it is or a couple apps, what they're trying to get out of those apps, you can produce something. So it's, it's, it's really awesome targeting there. They also have location data. Everyone uses Google maps. And so, They've rolled something out recently in the last couple months. Uh, I want to say three to six months, I think. Uh, you could target people that frequent locations. They frequent restaurants. They frequent gyms. They frequent uh, supermarkets, the movies. Uh, they have tons in there. And it's all based off of Google Maps. If I'm going to the gym and I, you, know, you have location data turned on, Google knows I'm going to the gym. They can see how often I'm going. And so you can target people that never go, that frequently go there. Um, I mean, the location data is huge. Again, I mean, course creators, it's, it's a little tough because you don't have uh, competitors that have brick and mortar typically, but you can still identify the, the target audience. That Maybe conventions, you know, if there's a, you know, hey, who's been to social media world in, you know, this date here in San Diego, maybe we can, you know, maybe there's ways there, conventions, maybe. Yep.
let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, all of those. It's uh, trying to get creative and where where am I? Where's my audience going? And and knowing that you can target via location, um, it's it's trying to figure out where those locations are, and then it's coming and and getting creative with that creative. Knowing targeting people who went to social media marketing world, it's why why are they going? Chances are they're trying to improve their social media marketing skills or learn something. So you produce a video. Are you trying to uh, gain experience in your social media? Uh, skills, I have something for you. It's, it's again, making it contextually relevant, knowing what someone's interested in or where they're going, what it is that you're targeting. It's tying the creative to that, um, which is another thing. You could target people based off of uh, what websites they go to. Um, mm, it's another good so you one. Have, most people have Google Analytics on their website, so their Google is tracking so many people. And so if someone comes to my website, I have a competitor that's in the marketing space. I have Google Analytics. Those people that came to my site get pixeled and all that. Uh, my competitor can target them. Same goes for uh, any other course creator or any other uh, competitor. Or if there's someone that compliments you in the space, it always doesn't necessarily need to be a competitor. But knowing, again, knowing where people are going, are there are there specific blogs? Are there resource sites? What Where is that people are going? And this is where the research is. You can target them based off of them visiting that specific site. And again, where that, that opportunity comes in or where the, you're going to maximize the, the return on your investment is, is identifying the one site and producing a piece of creative for that rather than, all right, I have 400 competitors. Anyone that goes, I'm going to come out with this generic messaging. Um, but that, that, that's another tactic that's huge. Um, one more is uh, it can actually target through Gmail. So really you can, it, it you can take your YouTube video and take it not necessarily on YouTube, but in someone's Gmail inbox. And so you could target people based off of the sender that's sending it, the keywords that are in the email. So whatever keyword, going back to the keywords, whatever keywords uh, you know would align or whatever pieces of content people would be receiving, whether it's uh, a big newsletter, whatever it may be, I, I mean, specific uh uh, again, competitors in the industry, but whoever, whatever content is hitting someone's inbox, you can have a little, it looks like a, um, an actual piece of mail in your inbox, but it says add, and you could essentially, once they click, it opens up the video. Um, again, it's taking a little bit off of YouTube, but um, it's still leveraging your YouTube video, and it is done through YouTube as well. Um, quite a few different ways to target. Love it. Well, yeah, my, my biggest takeaway is there. I feel if you're watching this, you should either know you know, the videos people watch, the YouTube channels people watch, the search terms they search, uh, the websites they go to. I'd even say those four. I think if we just simplify, you know, do some research, you should know those four. 
get your ad in front of them on YouTube, you know, pretty good way. Uh, and then also retargeting Dustin. I'm guessing there's different ways we can retarget. Is it just someone who's watched any of our other YouTube videos we can retarget or can we be fancy and, you know, someone's on our email list, can we retarget? Can we hit them with a YouTube ad? If someone's been to our website, can we hit them with a YouTube ad? What what can you tell us there? Yeah. This is what I, I love right here. This is, this is where there's tons of white space. Uh, yes, you can retarget. You can retarget based off of what one individual video someone watched. So if I have a video on how to do better YouTube ads, I can retarget when they watch that one video. can retarget anyone that's been to the uh, YouTube channel. can target anyone that's watched any YouTube video. Uh, I mean, you can retarget people that have only watched an ad, only watched a, a organic video. So, I mean, tons of customization that you can do on how you want to build your audience and that's just people who have engaged with youtube you can take it a step further and get a bit more sophisticated and and retarget website visitors not only all website visitors but of a certain page um, which is really cool but where the sophistication comes in is as we mentioned google owns youtube you have google analytics if, if you're savvy enough and you can go in and, and create events in Google Analytics so you can track when someone clicks a button or watches a video, you could retarget those people that are taking specific actions on your website. So go into, uh, you know, someone has a free course they want to give away. If you have somewhat of a funnel where they have to click a button to then get to the form fill, you could target based off of the button click and not filling out the form. You could do it to where they filled out 50% of the form. But I mean, in terms of the retargeting, there there's so many opportunities. You could also take your first party data. So if you have a CRM um, similar to Facebook and Instagram, you can download that the, the audiences, however you want to segment your audience in the CRM and upload this. You can upload it via email, phone number, address, but it'll customer match and, and find those people and you can target them. So this is where... You can look at your overall sales funnel and where what what stages are people in and knowing where they're at, what does it take to get them to the next step? And you can get super creative in in the creative. Um, I mean, for example, if if someone keeps going back and what is the price of this? Maybe price is a thing and they're they're budget conscious. Maybe offer them do a video offering them, you know what, I want to be nice today and I, I really appreciate you for stopping by. Here's 10, 10% off or whatever that may be. On the other end, if someone's looking at the benefits and how they could use this on the go, hey, you're on the go, I know that, blah, blah, blah. We've made it easy to digest. You have an app, you can do this. Again, getting back to how people are engaging with your brand, whether it be through your YouTube videos, your channel, your website, or your CRM, you could retarget them in mul multiple ways. And it all comes down to, I mean, don't get too fancy too quick. Just start very generic, evergreen, just retarget everyone and then build. Yes, love that. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, hey, some really good tips there, Dustin. I've um, learned a lot myself and I can't wait to, to play around. There's just a couple questions I like to always finish my podcast off with. The first one is around mentors. And if you could ideally answer this in three different ways. So you're obviously a mentor for plenty of people out there now, right? I'm curious on who your mentors are, but in three different ways. So any mentor that you've paid some sort of cash to, to buy a course or, you know, being a mastermind, whatever it may be, uh, some mentor that you've never paid anything to, but you follow them on social media or you listen to their podcasts, watch their YouTube channels, whatever it may be. Uh, and then also a book that you've read. that's really changed your life in terms of, of marketing. 
what can you tell us there about those three paid unpaid and book yeah so that's that's great and uh the paid paid side his name is drew mcclellan and he runs a a, a business that he's a he, he's an agency owner he's been an agency owner for over 25 years and what he's done is he's taken his wisdom and mentoring new agency owners typically those that are five years or younger and so um, got connected with him, taking some uh, courses and, and really trying to figure out how to, how to grow the business. Um, the next one that I would say that haven't paid anyone to, but always learning and actually lit the fire under me to, uh, to get this started is Gary V. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's just huge. I mean, rise, ground, repeat. I mean, it's it, hustle, 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 but I mean, it's, uh, just very inspirational, um, very tactical as well. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of, clouds and dirt education that you can take and apply to your business um, as well. If you're not sure who Gary V is, he's the guy in my profile pic. So if you go to my, my profile pic on photo, you, you may be thinking, oh, you know, I know who Jono is, but who's that guy to the, the left of him? That's actually, uh, <laughs> it's Gary V. Yep. I, yeah, I got some of his shoes up in here and everything and great, great guy. Um, the last one, that, that's tough. I have been trying to make it a point to read more. I don't read a whole lot. I consume more more podcast than anything. Um, you can go that avenue if you want. You can share a, a podcast channel or an audio book. It's tough. Yeah, I, I mean, going back to Drew McClellan, I mean, it's uh, he has a podcast called Build a Better Agency, and it uh, takes other, not just marketing agencies, but other, other people in the marketing world from automation, people at Zapier to uh, CRMs and whatnot, and just kind of, what is the what are the problems you're trying to solve? And so it's kind of a way to stay in line with the marketing, but kind of take a step out as well. And what are all the other pieces that are impacting marketing? And so it's continuing to further my education overall on uh, what tools and tips and everything that's out there that, that can hone in my skills as well and help make better performance for clients. Awesome. Sounds good. Um, cool. Well, hey, Dustin, I'm sure there's a heap of people watching this, listening to this, and they're like, okay, this guy knows a thing or two about marketing. I, I want to follow him. Uh, where's the best place to follow you? Is it your podcast? Should we follow you on Instagram? Add you as a friend on Facebook? What's what's the best for you? Yeah, I would say, I mean, you can visit our website, eic.agency. Um, but to, uh, to engage with me, I mean, I'm most active on Instagram. I like it a lot. Uh, you can find me at dustin.trout, T-R-O-U-T. Um, yeah, and other than that, I mean, always shoot an email, Dustin at EIC.agency. Um, always happy to connect. And I mean, I, I love hearing other people's journeys and their stories. Again, that's why we kind of have our, our podcast. But I just love hearing what other people are doing in their business and how they're trying to make it grow. So if there's, like I said at the beginning, if there's anything that you have any questions on, let's produce some content around it, give you some tips and see if we can uh, give you some actionable items that will help you grow your business. Cool. Well, Hey, Dustin, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You had really good questions, and I uh, hope, hope your audience got some value out of it. I think the biggest thing that I would say, I mean, when it comes to even outside of YouTube, just marketing in general is, is don't spend too much time trying to think of how to perfect something. It's never going to go the way you think, so just do it. Just get out there and test. The beauty about the, the tools today is you can define your budget. It as little as five bucks a day. Just do something, learn, and build, and you will see the results in your business uh, down the road, quarter over quarter, month over month, year over year, uh, whatever it may be. So just go do and test. Yes, love it. Awesome, Dustin. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Jonna.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.